The Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen. With me, of course, is Bubba. But today we have a very special guest with us. And this is Jewel from City Stroller. We are going to be talking because she is also a Disneylander about Disneyland favorites. And then we're going to talk about her new upcoming business, so, which is delicious. How are Hello. you doing? I'm ready to get out the house. <laughs> I can believe that. Let's just put it at that. I'm, I'm ready to get out the house. <laughs> well, at least being at a home, you've made some delicious treats. Because you yes. keep posting them, and I'm like, oh, I want, I want that. <laughs> well, considering what's in them, I, I smell like a mini bar. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it could be, there's many worse things to smell like. Um, I'll tell you, burgers and french fries is one of those things that is not good to smell like. No, this is true. This is true. (laughs) Okay, so Disneyland. Let's talk about some of our favorites. Because everybody, both of you are annual pass holders to Disneyland. Frequently go or over there. Of course, you are over there probably more than anybody dropping off your your strollers in beautiful dresses for guests. Right yes. now, of course, that's not happening. Disneyland isn't no. open. Um, <laughs> but this gives us a perfect time to talk about all the things that we are missing. So let's let's, let's start with <laughs> let's start with the restaurant, like quick service place. Quick service place you're missing most right now. That's a favorite. Downtown Disney is Naples, the quick service pizza, just in and out. And I really don't have one inside the parks, believe it or not. I, that's, I like actually, that's actually opening tomorrow, Yes, I believe. So yes. the outdoor seating, so that's good. I, I, asked, I asked the family, what do they want for lunch tomorrow? Because I will be down there getting it to go. Nice. <laughs> do you have a favorite type of pizza that you usually get? It's the Capri, so it has lemon, pesto, shrimp, and then they have a seafood salad with um, uh, clams, oysters, and other things. And I put that, oh, with calamari, I put that on the pizza as well. It's basically a seafood pizza, and it just, yeah, it's good. That's what I do. Ooh, I want to try that. (laughs) Wow. I like the sounds of that. Bubba, what do you usually get if you're over there having pizza? Oh man, I'm just a rig. I'm a meat lovers guy. Whatever meat I could throw on a pizza, that I'm there. Um, but I mean, yours sounds great. I'm not a big seafood person, but I do love shrimp. I do love you know scallops and crab and lobster. I'm just not a big fish person. So all most of the stuff you said, I'm like, wow, that sounds delicious. <laughs> so you're so you are pro seafood, anti fish. Yeah, I'm more of the turf and not the surf. Yeah. <laughs> I like I'm always getting like the quattro formaggi because I love the like fresh sliced mozzarella as it melts. As it it melts always in, yeah. reminds me of being in Italy. And so that that's kind of like even though I I'm 
we'll try pretty much any pizza at least once. Usually more than once. But if it's got anchovies, it's pretty much the only thing on pizza that I'm just like, mmm, no. I get yelled at for pineapple. <laughs> what's with people being what's with the people who are anti pineapple on pizza? I know. Because um, you're taking the ham and you're, ta- you're taking a sweet and a salty. And that's what exactly. that's what makes it. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So Oh, well, that's them. That's weirdos to me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> they apparently haven't been to Hawaii because that before it became like a thing throughout the U.S., when I was a teenager, went to Hawaii, and we ordered one because we hadn't ever heard of it before. So my dad's like, hey, we're in Hawaii. Let's try this pizza. And then, of course, now everybody carries like some kind of Hawaiian pizza. But Right. Wow. That 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 brings on one of the ice creams that I have, so we can talk about that later. <laughs> I love it already. Okay, but, table service. Favorite you already know table service. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, now wow. see, I have I have been. Bubba has not. I have been inside. I haven't been for dinner though. So, so club, dinner? Yeah. before or after the. Uh, before the refurbishment, it was actually okay. when I was in the college program for Disneyland, and okay. we got to go up there and hang out for a while. But it was while the park was, uh, it was before the park opened. So it was nice, though. It was pretty awesome. I, and then I've seen pictures of the refurb. We were supposed to go Christmas. It just didn't end up happening. Uh, mm. But we're hoping to go. Uh, my buddy can get us in. He wants us to go with them. We're just waiting for reopen now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I have many member uh friends that are members and uh, in their little our little chat and all that stuff uh it's tough for them right now so i'll when i get there again i get there again (laughs) are they still do you know if they're still paying the dues on that right now i know they have to pay a certain amount i don't know per year per month but with the park closed just like annual pass holders is it stopped i don't know if you know anything about that okay the two of my members that i have they pay in full at the beginning you know, and one is premium. She's mm-hmm. top. You've actually you actually see her in the D twenty three flyers and and online. She's Gail. You know, is it Gail? It's Gail. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gail. Yes, I love her. I so. did not realize that they had different le- levels of membership for Club thirty three. Now they do. I think it's in the last yeah. right right when the refurbishment was happening. Yeah. They, they started doing different levels, but I mean, there were levels before then, but there are simple levels. Yeah. You know, you had this, 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 A, B, and C. Now A, B, and C, and then A has 8.1, 8.2, B has this, and, and the rules are yeah. are very stringent now, and um, I'm just happy to go. I try, you know, uh, I don't post that I've been as often as I, you know, used to because I don't want my members to get in trouble and stuff like that. But um, one has a high end. My other girlfriend, she's uh, in the middle. So, but they've been members for a good, you know, 15, 20 years. Wow. And I'm like, that's a chunk of change. (laughs) No kidding. You could buy a house with that. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them could. Not California. (laughs) No, that's true. That's true. Invest in a condo. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I've been twice, both times for before they did the whole Club 33 for... I would love to see it like since they've done the changes to it. But I will say, I do have a very cool uh, Club 33 mouse. Somebody, <clears throat> Jewel, gave me. Oh, oh. okay. Did I? <laughs> Those are one of my ones? little collectible ones. I can't remember. They have so many of them now. I can't oh, remember. really? They're the... The blue that say the Club 33 on it? Club, they're, they're okay, original, okay, the bow and bow. The bow and bow. Yeah. Okay, because they have, they have a different one, and now that, you know, the 50th anniversary haunted Halloween one, those were cool, too. Ooh. So, I got those. But, um, no, uh, besides, you know, 33, then uh, I say Blue Bayou is probably the, you know, the next one that, you know, that anybody can go to inside the park. What do you like about the Blue Bayou? My southern roots, basically, because I was born in Atlanta, and I just love that vibe and the, the smell of the pirate water. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. pirate water. You okay. know, um, it, it, I don't like the first five minutes, obviously, because your eyes are trying to adjust, and I'm bumping into people. <laughs> but um, it's, you know, yeah, I like that. It's it's comforting food to me. Yeah, and I'm I'm full. I I feel full, and that you know the the price of me is, you know, was worth it. I mean, of course, it's not of 33 price, <laughs> which is less, but, you know, you're talking about four or five course meals. Yeah. Uh, uh, dining, plate at meals, you know, uh, 33. But yeah, I'd say Blue Bayou and the Jambalaya. And See, the, the, the black went, and fish and stuff. And maybe it was the time that we went because it was late in the day when we went to Blue Bayou. But, like, everything came out, and it was either cold or dry. And because I got the gumbo, it came out cold, and they just, like, stuck it in a microwave and reheated it to bring it back out to me. And then the jambalaya had a really dry texture to it, as if it had been sitting out all day, and somebody took it and reheated it and then brought it out to you. And so I was so disappointed because I, I love New Orleans food. I had worked in a Cajun restaurant that used to be here in Nashville. It was um, Copeland's. It's part of the whole, um, one of their franchises is Popeye's. And so I had been working there. So I absolutely love the food. And I've been to New Orleans and had like legit, you know, Cajun and Creole so I kind of, I found it disappointing. So uh, maybe I'll have to try it again. Yeah, I mean, you can do rice wrong. There, it, It's hard to do, but it can be done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and once rice is done wrong, it, it just there goes the dish. Yeah. So I, I, I got you. I understand on that part with you. And then um, the, uh, but then the, the close second would be Plaza Inn and the, the fried chicken. <laughs> That's Bubba's <laughs> favorite. Chicken. I talk about that almost as much as Rancho Dos Ocolo. So, yeah, that's that fried chicken is just probably some of the best I've had. I love it. And I'm happy that you can get it to go. Yes, it, you can. Yeah, I was just like, okay, it, it might be 45 minutes for me to get it because I got to <laughs> park, walk through you know, the gates and everything, run up, go get it, and then I'm out. But, yeah, that, that, <sighs> okay. <laughs> And you know what? I'm going to see that happening a lot once the park reopens. People, I mean, wanting to get food to go. Because I know you could before. You get a, you know, the Monte Cristo to go and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. eat it around the park. Right? But I, I see that going to be hap- maybe happening a lot in the park. Well, 
did you get the survey regarding i haven't i've heard about it though yeah we haven't talked about this yet but apparently people around the disneyland area got a survey about mm -hmm. how would you feel if disneyland food was brought to your home yeah doordash or delivery like doordash or you know one of those delivery companies and it was sent to people around the resort that pass holders that lived around maybe i mean i wouldn't mind it but you know doordash <laughs> as it is now can take up to 45 minutes and uh, i wonder so. how long it would take just you know because they have to i mean maybe they'll have a special section but i mean each place is around the park makes their own different types of food i mean you can't park over by dca and wait for monte cristo to be walked down to yeah and you lose that you lose that crispiness the crunch exactly. and i hate ordering french fries for my daughter Ooh. because it, it's like yeah they were <laughs> they're like <laughs> and soggy and i'm just like Okay, so. So it'll be very interesting what happens with that, but there's something that possibly could be happening. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Even if you could just, you know, call in your order and go pick it up and eat in your car, like in and out. That'd yeah. be cool. Or you in know, that I little know. in that little area in front of the park, uh, you know, right when you get off the tram, there's that, you know, the picnic area. Mm -hmm. So I mean, eating, even well, eating there. What they could do, too, is open <laughs> up a, a dine, a dine it. Well, you come in, pick up your food to go, and do a drive-in movie theater in one of the park parking lots. That would be awesome. Of course, you you know you got to be on this and then be ready for the movie to start. But oh yeah, they I could see them doing that too. That's a oh, cool wow. idea. So, but okay, other ones, other ones, your favorite. <laughs> other favorites. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. Let's talk about our favorite place to grab a drink. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Alcoholic. <laughs> always alcoholic. Yeah, alcohol. we always start off with alcohol first, and okay. then we work our way down. <laughs> okay. Well, um, same place for me. You know, my $15 Hurricane from the from 33, but 30. it's, loaded. <laughs> it's loaded. I can only have one. Otherwise, I am struggling down Main Street. Really? Yes. And I thought I could hold my alcohol. I guess I can't. I guess. But. They, I guess they figure you're you're paying for a good pour there. I was going to say, well, with Disneyland, I mean, most places, heavy pours, especially yes. over at Oga's Cantina. I mean, I get two two outer rims, and, I mean, you could just taste tequila in that so much. But it's... Really? Yeah. I, I... But I only get outer rims there now. <laughs> okay. Have you tried every drink there yet, Boba? Um... I think we did opening day base. I mean, when we went opening weekend, because I had so many friends that were there, we were all trying each other's drinks. So we were all order some different. And then I see another table. I see a group of friends. Oh, he got the the Rancor, you know, sampler with all the beers and all. Where he's like, I don't even drink the beer. I just want the I just want the teeth. You can drink the beers. I'm like, okay, I'll try try every beer. So I I think I pretty much had every drink that was alcoholic there. <laughs> yeah. But were yeah, they? I wanted one I of those trays. Tried. They were cool. Were they what, uh, Jewel? The, the, were they decent, like real drinks? If you know well, what I mean. I mean, some were. You know, keep in mind this was the first weekend open to the public. You know, they did have you know the cast member previews before. Some there were some inconsistencies from the first day to the second day we went when it came to flavor and um, you know how much alcohol was in there. But the more I went, the more it was consistent. And, um, you know, that's why I guess I stuck with my one drink now, which was the Outer Rim. And, um, you know, the or the, I'll get the Yub Nub every now and then, too, just because I like the little tingly flavor from the foam. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Because you're, you're also paying for, you know, 
what's supposed there aren't they supposed to be mixed drinks and not coming out of a, a tap yeah. or something yes yeah so that's that's that yeah okay okay uh, when i get back there <laughs> try to see what uh what damage i can do to my liver so <laughs> i was trying to pull up the menu for it and on Disney's website, if you click view menu, it says someone ate the page. Thanks, Stitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> that doesn't do me any good. But one thing I do want to try, I hear there is their Bloody Mary in the morning is really when they had it, when when you go in the, for the breakfast time. But I don't know if I want to drink that early when I'm at the park. <laughs> 33's Bloody Mary is pretty good. It's pretty 33? spicy. Lots of, lots of vodka in the one I had. Uh, <laughs> I posted it on my personal page where it didn't make my mouth and it 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 was a bloody mess. Oh, oh no. Because oh. <laughs> my first my first sip was nothing but vodka when I and had you it. Just, did you just like whoa? Yeah, <laughs> right. like, whoa. And then it's because you put the straw at the very bottom, probably, and then that's where all the alcohol saturated bottom. It, exactly. And the thing is, is that knowing I'm going to be eating. I'm not going to eat as much during the day. Then you're hot. You're walking through the parks, bobbing and weaving, trying to get to New Orleans Square. You're burning up. You're sweating like a hog. And then, okay, you're swig. Mm. And, and they're like, um, no more Bloody Marys for Jewel. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, those, those are some heavy uh, Bloody Marys in the parks, too, which I find surprising. Now, I would love to see how it's going to be in Disney World. Their, their drinks are they going to be heavy or are they going to be a little bit lighter because it is hot and you're you're you know sweating and the humidity is just taking everything out of you and as you know, far uh, as as far as the places that are the same like Oga's Cantina you mean what are the differences in the two well no I'm just wondering because of temperature you know like in, in let's say Denver I can only do certain things because of the altitude yeah um, now in Disney World how much can you handle I see what you're saying. You know, I've had I've had fifty hundred dollar shots of alcohol during food and wine festival there years ago, and it knocked me on my butt. I was I sat down right in front of uh, one of the world showcases, and I'm like, I'm not getting up because <laughs> I can't. So that was my concern going there: is how heavy are the drinks? But then again, maybe my drinks are heavy because they know me in the <laughs> thirty three. Oh, and I know, That's and I'm funny. friends with them on yeah. Facebook, so they know who I am. So I don't know, but I think if you but. know your bartender, that sometimes you get a little bit heavier of a pour than when you don't know the bartender. Because I say that yeah. I think that's even true when we we go to places at Disney where we or Disney World where we know some of the bartenders that get just a little bit heavier pour from the bartenders that know you versus the ones that don't. True. But I think that's also depends on how you tip too. So if you get to know your bartender and you're a good tipper, they definitely uh, want to take care of you. This is true. Yeah, that's with, that's with anybody serving you. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, true, true, true. Let's but see. Now at the hotels, I like their chocolate martini um, that you can get at the Grand California Disney uh, Steakhouse Fifty Five and yeah. Apple Rose. And- but those are those are it for alcoholic drinks. Thirty three for me, and then the uh, chocolate martinis. Uh, I want at the hotels. Now I would love to try go back and try the Grand California's new um, the patio dining. They're, they supposedly Outdoor, have yeah. yeah they supposedly have a new drink menu, and I just haven't made it oh, over a there. New drink menu. Wow. Do you like any of the drinks at the Cove Bar? Out. 
It's not the Cove Bar anymore. It's oh, not the Cove Bar. Sorry. Lounge. <laughs> I haven't been there. I haven't. Uh, oh. They were. They were. They when I went, I went for the preview for Pixar Pier. Uh, I had tickets for the preview. Took my daughter, and um, because I was watching her, I didn't want to, you know, be too crap faced. Yeah. <laughs> right, it was a lamplight lounge i believe now yep. but yeah yeah i mean um because i mean i, I kind of like some of the you know the hidden menu drinks there uh but especially in Cal- california bench where you can take your drink anywhere you want to so yeah that is so are they one night's difference between disney world and disneyland is that if you are in disneyland park it literally is a two-minute walk across the you know promenade in order (laughs) to get get to you know california adventure and be able to get yourself a drink you can't do that at walt disney world you got to get on a tram and the best thing you can do is hop over to a resort otherwise you're going to wait an hour about an hour to get to your next park that's true and then you just walk up over to downtown disney too for a drink yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) we like our alcohol here in california (laughs) oh you know the I don't know. I know you probably saw, but there was a special uh, Ma- uh, Club 33, uh, Madame Leota- Leota's Ball. Oh, yes, ball. yes, yes. I went there. I w- I, uh, we went the first night. Oh, awesome. So every every meal was paired with a drink. And the meals were coming out, and the drinks were coming out very quickly. <laughs> I didn't finish this one, I get to this one. And next thing you know, I had people who didn't particularly care for their drinks. So they, get, I had like four or five drinks at my place setting. And I'm like loading up. And um, to my surprise, Andy Garcia. Like Andy Garcia. Cool. He loves Disney. Yes, his family went. And I was like trying to make sure I didn't make a fool of myself in front of him by drinking too much. But, you know, <laughs> these, like I said, they're drinks. They, they do have somebody in... Um, in uh their kitchens that really do some great you know drink combinations for all the parks that's i agree i think they do so there's some pretty interesting creative drinks they're definitely top yeah. notch and meals meals too uh oh, yeah know, someone's doing something and they're creating that's what you want to do they keep creating and that's what disney's supposed to do well the create as long uh, as there's fun. imagination in the world, so <laughs> just keep coming up with different stuff. True. Yeah. Well, I will say I was glad when uh, Executive Chef Christine uh, Weissman had left Disneyland and they brought sent her out to Disney World, Disney World. and she did the menu for Artist Palette, uh, not Artist Palette, Art, um, Artist Point. Oh my gosh! And they do uh, like a Snow White. It's like a Snow White meeting great kind of thing. And uh, you've got the um, evil queen there and all that kind of stuff. So it's really cool. But um, with that, I was glad they brought her over because she's German. And so you had more of that German influence, which makes sense with Snow White. Her food is delicious. We were there one time. I did a, a media event at it. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was Food was so good. And I was like, yeah, I, I definitely want come back here again like i got a seafood dish and it was just amazing okay well not everything not everything is german but you could see like in in the in some of the dishes there was the german influence not everything you know was done that way but like they have a an apple dessert and of course it had that Mm. that german that's that's why cooking is a science 
you're infusing things. You are playing off other proteins and flavors for your palate. So that's why I love cooking. It's a science and an art. Yes, that's true. Let's see. What uh desserts. Let's talk about desserts. Any that stand mm-hmm. out? You know, unfortunately for me, I'm classically trained. I went to Cordon Bleu. I have a French, you know, uh, persuasion, I guess. So, you know, that's my preference. I, I, a lot of it just tastes Americanized. So instead I, of I, using butter, they use Crisco, ugh. you know? I <laughs> yeah. I, so it, I, even Club 33, some of the things I'm just like, mm, okay. But, um, you know, chocolate pudding, this is, you can find that anywhere in the parks, you know. Um, I try the, you know, the bakery, the Jolly Bakery, uh, when they have new things coming up. And, you know, it's okay. Nothing has popped out at me in the last few years, to tell you the truth. Nothing really pops. I'm going to have to kind of agree with her on this because I don't really have a favorite dessert either you know now that i think about it you know i'm just i'm kind of mixed on certain ones so i, I kind of see your point with that um with chocolate pudding i think the dirt and worms at goofy's kitchen is probably the best you know chocolate <laughs> pudding with some oreo pieces and some gummy worms i like that i always get that for some reason <laughs> with, with the hilarious. halfway melted uh, soft serve yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah, so you know, their peach cobbler at Goofy's is okay, or the apple cobbler, whatever the cobbler. The cobbler is yeah. Of the season is it's it's not too bad. Their banana pudding, you got to get it when it first comes out, otherwise it's dry, and the sauce isn't that saucy. I mean, it's it's just you know powdered sugar and water to me. But um, and then and then you know the the chefs they you know per season they change the desserts on you anyway. So if something I liked last year. I had it. It's gone. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's, oh, yeah. you try yes. looking for it. So the menu changes for, with the seasons and the fiscal year for that. And the chef, too, sometimes, depending on if a chef went to another, you know, restaurant. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. I've, so, I've, I've noticed that a lot of 33 chefs end up at Napa Rose. Napa Rose. Mm-hmm. That is one of the top restaurants there. I mean, yeah. So I've seen that happen many times. Um, yeah, they seem to, where I've also noticed the other restaurant they kind of um, switch them around to is Carte Circle. Carte Circle. Mm-hmm. You see those kind of chefs in those places kind of rotate around at times. I know yeah. Chef Sutton has a big hand in, you know, choosing which chefs go to Carthay, I believe. Yeah, because that's that's his baby, I believe, right there. I know he helps with the menu and stuff like that, and especially the changes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I've only been to Carthay twice for eating, and then I go to the bar. The bar. The bar is the, awesome. The bar. <laughs> but um, they, yeah, they've had some really phenomenal things that I've, that I've eaten and chosen there, and some of them were just, yeah, okay. He tried. <laughs> we went the very first day it opened and we went opening day and then we had a reservation and my wife had this tagliatelle pasta with sun-dried tomatoes and meatballs they haven't had it since and she's been disappointed she every time we go she looks at the menu outside and i'm like they don't have it they don't. Mm-hmm. so like i like you know she does have a point they do switch them a lot now i will tell you one year i was going to 33 every month sometimes i went twice a month Oh my gosh. And 
it, we were celebrating it was a group of 20 of us for in that like group and like i said there's a bunch of us who have memberships i do not so but um we're gonna go this way we need another person and if you the, the thing is if you book for 10 uh you know a, a, a 10 a 10 top or table for 10 sorry um and only seven show up you're still gonna kind of get hit with 10 so it's like you know i'll be your fifth wheel anytime okay <laughs> <laughs> and um it, it got to the point at one time i'm like uh salad beets lamb sorbet because like, I already knew what was on the menu. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I'm paying another for the same meal for the second time this month. So <laughs> yeah, you're just like, and, and when the, you know, they were looking at me when, you know, it changed the following quarter. I'm like, yes, there's something else on the menu. Okay. <laughs> <Finally>. <laughs> but you know, it's just like, you know, you going to McDonald's and getting the same cheeseburger over and over and over. You know, and it's like it's it's okay when you're paying it's a dollar or two dollars or something, but when you're you know you're talking three digits and it's oh, the yeah. same thing, it's like I'd like to try something oh, yeah. else for my three bites on this course. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, but yeah, that desserts. I, I know I know the plethora of desserts in France Pavilion in Disney World has had to change somehow. <laughs> I mean, you you what is it like? 30 items or something in, in those glass cases and you can oh, have one item in a day and yeah. not repeat. Yeah. God. There's got to be more than even 30. Now that I'm thinking about it. There's got to be a lot because you have the ice cream place. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is incredible. And then you have uh, La Hale's, which is the, you know, patisserie, which I'm terrible at speaking French. <laughs> but uh, you got all the desserts in there. And then the two two restaurants, and then the uh, the Grey Goose slushy and the Grand Marnier mm-hmm. slushy. <laughs> and then next to that cart, you've got crepes, and they're uh, open up another. They're gonna have like another crepe place, and you've got the Ratatouille ride coming. So I would assume we're gonna have some Ratatouille interesting dishes oh, relating to that. That that's just food heaven if it's done right. You know, if as long as it's done right, it's you're going to have people lined up just around the corner. So, you know, uh, just like how the, you know, Taco Tuesdays, I'm sure everybody heads <laughs> over to Mexico on Tuesday and, you know, Oktoberfest, everybody's hanging out in the German mm-hmm. pavilion. So, um, and I have sake Sunday, so I, we go sushi on Sundays. Ooh, <laughs> I like that idea. Yep. That's actually, oh. sake sounds really good right now. <laughs> so it, we have sake Sunday, um, Leftover Monday, basically, whatever, if I cook something. Taco Tuesday, Wednesdays, you're fending for yourself. Thursdays, I usually start, like, some kind of meal preparation for Fridays and and, um, and Saturday, just in case her friends or his friends were coming over, you know, um, and stuff like that. But um, being in quarantine, it's just been, like, hamburger gravy. Oh, no. <laughs> every, every, you know, every two days and frozen pizzas or something like that just just because i don't want to go out to the restaurants or not the restaurants i'm sorry the supermarkets i don't want to battle down the aisles because i'm going the wrong way i admit it it is nuts out there right now at the supermarkets <laughs> are they are you. they really bad uh and yeah over here yeah in the central valley it's it's 
pretty hectic, especially after an earthquake happens. They rush to Costco. We had an earthquake, I think, a couple of days ago. It was only like a four point something, but literally 20 minutes after that, I went over to Costco just to grab something, and there was a line out the door. And I'm like, everybody's here, just you know, paranoid shop, paranoid shopping. It's just, it, it's a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, me being here in Anaheim in Orange County and all the people I see walking by without masks on, um, I have Walmart literally about 400 yards away from me. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm no Walmart for me. <laughs> yeah. I've only been once and I'm never going back during quarantine. <laughs> it, it, it's as I am focused. Don't look at me. I'm crazy. And I can go in shop and I can get the heck out of there. But the first time I went in there, um, this family came up to me and their daughter, is that your real hair? <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. And then she then she proceeded to try to touch it. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, it, it, that was, yeah. I, I didn't go back for months. <laughs> that is so but, weird. Yes. And then I finally took Lexi, you know, my daughter, uh, on 4th of July. I said, I got to go get some ice cream things for, you know, some bowls, waffle cones and stuff like that. And she said, okay, she went with me. And first time out and, of course, a, a fight broke out. I'm like, that's something my kid did not need to see the first time she's out of the house in months. Yeah. And then people fighting. So that, that was uh, pretty... Uh, not traumatizing for her, but you're just like, get it together, folks. <laughs> Please, everybody, just do the right thing. Exactly. They are not, yeah, they're not helping the parks reopen at all on our side of town, our, on our side of the U.S. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Orange County Register posting regarding Huntington Beach and how? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I yeah. love Huntington, too. I mean, when I lived in Anaheim, that was my go-to place. And just, wow, it's just crazy everywhere, especially down south and I don't want to go so bad we want to go to downtown Disney in the next couple of days it's just you know um, my wife thank god she's been sick but she's making a good recovery and um it's just and everybody all my friends are down there they're just saying how crazy it is and they don't want anything to reopen down there because see what's going on um the people not wearing the mask still see if stuff like that one thing I think a lot of people forget is Maybe you think you're not going to get it, but it's also about other people. And when you get to the point that people don't do what is being asked of them, then government gets involved and enforces things. And the thing is, is that's a shame. We should all be smart enough and caring enough to go, you know what? I hate doing this, but I'm going to put the mask on. I'm not going to be in a group of 50 in order to keep everything going. And be able to still enjoy life, just slightly old. But it's it's shame. Well, it brings up the point of okay, the mask is infringing on your rights. It's your freedoms. I, I should be free not to you know not to wear a mask. I should be free to walk naked in the parks. That's <laughs> me covering up. I want I want freedom. I want things <laughs> or whatever. But out of respect of everybody else and and the Coast Guard not calling me <laughs> which way. <laughs> Hey, we got a website, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you're doing it for, it's a respect thing. And if you're not going to respect your neighbor, if you're not going to respect me, you're not going to respect my child, th th then you know what? Natural selection to a degree, in, in my opinion on, on that. But yeah, it, it's, 
I'm doing it because I don't know if I have COVID. I don't know if you have COVID. We don't know because of the testing is so erratic. The results are like, <laughs> what, did they, what did they say? If you have a cold, you have COVID. Okay, that's oh, the, the, sim- the symptomless is just insane. It's starting to become like if you blink, you possibly have COVID, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and it's just like, I mean, it, I don't know if they're trying to make you more paranoid about it or what it's, but yeah, it's crazy to listen. But the one thing is, they said, mask helps stop the spread. If that's the one thing that we can all can do, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I was actually looking, usually I have one in my desk here because we've had people come to the house, you know, bought a new house. Some things still aren't quite right. But I just realized, you know what? I probably put it in my purse and took it with me yesterday when I headed out. But normally I have one like sitting right here that I can like pull out. I've got one in Al John's office upstairs, (laughs) which I've pulled out when we've done uh, the Disney list. You know, I just better safe than sorry. Yes. We're, I mean, the, I'm wearing, people are getting fined in California for not wearing your mask. And I mean, I've been wearing it every time I go out for the past maybe two months. And especially when I go grocery shopping, it's a constant thing. I wear it. I wear it. I get, I get new ones, buy them and just, yeah, I'm not big on the gloves. I mean, gloves. Yeah. I you know. I, you know, you got to wear gloves certain areas, but you know, the mask is. I'm, I, the gloves are the one thing I'm not for just because yeah. you're going to get stuff on them and you're, it, it's much better to wash your hands and use hand sanitizer. Yeah. And I'm used right. to that being a transplant patient of constantly making sure that I am, you know, things are clean so that I don't get, don't get sick. Don't catch the cold, a cold from every single person who has a cold or whatever else. So I'm always, you know, wash my hands. That was the one good thing. I didn't have to worry about running out of like Clorox wipes or Lysol. I didn't have to worry about my Bath and Body Works hand sanitizer because I've got so much of it already. I was good to go. And that doesn't change anything for me. Like I just go about my normal routine. The only difference is having to throw the mask on. Right. And see, that's the thing. Right now, I'm because I'm used to it, I'm, I just put sanitizer on me. It's a second nature to me right now just because I have a kid in the house. But um, we, have, we have the blue hospital low non-medical mask. I have, a, you know, I have a 10 pack in each car. I carry one emergency one in my purse along with the ones that we have. And then Lexi has four or five of them. Chase has four or five of them. And, you know, we have them here in the house as well in case, you know, his, his kids come over and stuff like that. Yeah. And I said, put your, put your mask on. I love you, but uh, we're doing, we're doing elbow or, you know, we're doing a kid and play foot tap <laughs> right now. Cause, and, yeah, you know, just, and recommend to all the people, especially since Disney World is opening, take a 10 pack of masks and, you know, take a 10 pack with you. You could take, depending on how many people are with you, take 20. Um, Cause you don't know if, I mean, I'm sure Disney will sell masks in the park. I don't know if they'll give them to you. They may give them to you or not, but you know, who knows what they'll charge for the mask too. <laughs> uh, they are for sale. We'll find out tomorrow. We'll, I'll probably see a huge, um, uh, display of masks tomorrow in, in world of disney i'll probably see that tomorrow. Disney, yeah. If, if yeah if i make it in there um but i do know people have been turned away at disney world disney springs yes. and i understand yes. it's like um it's a hundred degrees if it's 98 degrees outside 99 degrees and you got 100 percent humidity somewhere somehow it's going to raise my temperature a little bit 
but I may not have a temp, may yeah. not have a fever. And it's just because my body's working overtime to cool itself down. They are actually doing a second test. They give you like a bottle of water, place to cool down. And then re I can't remember, um, uh, Park Hopper said from WDW Park Hopper, she was talking about it because she's been down there. And she said, I can't remember how many minutes, but they give you a certain amount of time to sit there and then they retake it to give your body a chance to cool down to some cool down. and that temperature to come down, which is good because I'm somebody who easily gets overheated. So I can just imagine that after being, you know, just walking from the car through the parking lot to, you know, wherever the beginning of Disney Springs is that you get your temperature taken, I'm sure mine would be higher because I'm sweating to death from being so hot. Right. <laughs> All right. No, I'm totally understandable. Um, well, you got to see how everything's going to play out. And I've told everybody when it shut down in March here for Disneyland, it was awesome. Okay, two weeks. Okay. Yeah, I was, I, I was snippy. I was upset because... You're hitting my pocketbook with my business. Uh, I, I was mean, <laughs> you know, to family members and stuff like that. But now I'm like, when April came through and the other uh, the other states were not under stay-at-home orders, I was like, okay, you know what? We may not come back till September, October. And I told my husband that. I said, um, we need to start applying for loans and all that stuff to try to stay afloat. And a lot of our loans haven't come through or, you know, I had to go and submit more paperwork and this and that. And, you know, I, I owe a good slew of refunds from, you know, deposits that people yeah. have put down. And, um, you know, I was waking up every morning, just freaking out, crying and I was sick to my stomach. Um, and I finally had to, you know, get, I can't control that. I had to get over it and me getting over it was food. Which leads <laughs> into yes. which leads into <laughs> the new venture, right? So, oh, yeah. and instead of just eating food and having alcohol separate, <laughs> <laughs> I infused infusion, folks. Right, this is what she's going to do for you. Yeah, so I indulged into <laughs> my infusions. <laughs> Started making up boozy ice creams, boozy desserts. And, um, it, it's been fun. It's been real fun tasting stuff and getting other folks involved. And uh, some of my friends, one's a bourbon, like the man's got a garage full of different bourbons. Oh, wow. From the world, the world. And you're just like that. You're like, okay, you are the palate for my bourbon. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to insult him either. By exactly. should I take this really good bourbon and make it into a sorbet? <laughs> You know, and um, and then I, you know, my husband, he's more tequila. I'm vodka and um, uh, more of the uh, like uh, white tequilas and things like that. Uh, and so, and rum. Yeah. I'm not into rum as much anymore. I'm, in my hurricanes, yes, I love the rum, but the rum's too easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rum's because it already easy. has it already has the natural sweetness to it. With the sugars. And so it's a else. lot easier to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so let's see. I did a mango uh, sorbet with a raspberry puree drizzle. And that's with uh, Sailor Jerry. Yeah, Sailor um, Jerry. I love that. <laughs> see, I, I, like Bacard I like Bacardi and I like Captain Morgan Spice Rum over Jerry. But I think Sailor Jerry is more masculine. It kind of does put a little bit more hair 
Yeah, it's not as sweet as the uh, as a Bacardi's as the Captain Morgan, but yeah, I get definitely you get that flavor of like, you know, that type of feeling. You 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 definitely (laughs) gruff. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And so uh, it's been fun. You know, um, I've been doing stuff with organic. Uh, Everything's mostly organic, uh, sourced locally. I make my own uh, limoncellos, so I take my own lemons. Uh, my own uh, like local wineries and breweries that have their own type of vodka because they they're doing the um, you know they're they're making uh, their own sanitizers to sell. Yeah. Seen that yet? So sanitizers mostly you know ethyl uh, so ethanol so that's you know vodka is going to be your highest proof of uh, ethanol uh, alcohol. Uh, so been doing that uh, chocolate stouts. Um, with peanut butter and chocolate covered pretzels. And fortunately, because I, I, I've been groomed to pay attention to the masses, kind of learn what my audience likes and d- doesn't like, I have been able to do a lot of peanut butter stuff. And you know I'm allergic to peanut butter. Oh. And people, people are like, oh, my God, this is the best stuff ever. I've tasted peanut butter purposely twice in my life. And both times it's, you know, ended me. I like how you said purposely. <laughs> I'm not counting those accidental times. <laughs> no, no. Accidental times were a couple of, well, do you? last time I was cashews, but no. Um, but, you know, they're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I'm like, it's not too sweet. It's not this. It's just knowing, once again, science. And, you know, I know from the masses that peanut butter goes well with banana. Peanut butter goes well with marshmallow. Okay. So everybody knows that. But, hey. Does peanut butter go well with whiskey? Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I use screwball uh, peanut butter. Screwball, yes. And uh, I took some organic uh, butters, peanuts and uh, butters, and uh, mixed some with simple syrups, things like that. And everything is handmade, you know, in my kitchen besides maybe, you know, the alcohol's not, of course. Yes. But for the most part, nothing's coming out of a can with me. That's really cool. So, so, got, uh, so you went to Le Cordon Bleu? Yes. Where many, many moons ago. <laughs> uh, Pasadena, California. Okay. So I was out here in Cali. This was uh, mid-2000s. Now, did you, did you specialize in anything? Because I know they do have, like, a, a special program for, like, pastry versus culinary yep. and that different levels, too. Yep. So I did patisserie for one year, uh, graduate with high honors. Uh, was 36 when I did that, and 36 or 30, maybe I was 35. Anyways, it was, it was moons ago, and um, went and worked for a bakery in Santa Monica on Montana, which is one of the high-end, uh, av- you know, streets in Santa Monica. You had Keels next door. You had Mark Jacobs doing his thing across the street, and that was a you know, those were some high-end palettes to make happy. You had Marg Hellenberger, she came in for our scones. Um, you know, I'd get there at 3 o'clock in the morning, start making dough bases and croissant bases so that we could open up at 7 with fresh okay. baked bread with your coffee and it's coming out the oven. So that was fun for a while, and then it was, uh, I'm too old for this, to deal <laughs> with 18-year-old attitudes in the kitchen. Oh, I you can know? imagine. You know, and... I would leave it. So I'd come in at three. 
I'd probably leave at three to four, get home by five, try to cook for my family, be dog tired, then set my alarm, be up out of the house by two, do it again. Do it again. And, you know, if these kids are graduating with me or after me, and they know they're supposed to have certain, you know, um, a certain level of cleanliness to the kitchen, I was cleaning up after them when they closed. And I'm like, I can't close, I cannot clean a kitchen for an hour when I know I got to start my stuff at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I'm by myself. I can't do it. So I, I, I like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I got out of that. And I was, went to doing uh, private chefing and uh, catering to um, certain dietary needs in Burbank and Hollywood. And it, I just, I wanted to do other things on top of that. And then got pregnant with uh, the little one. Uh, Cause I wanted to have kids, things like that. And it didn't leave much room for me to cater to a lot of other people doing cooking and then trying to take care of a baby. And I was, I needed an insurance. <laughs> so um, I went back to work to doing accounting and oh, wow. yeah, I got sick of sitting down at a desk and crunching numbers. And uh, I said, you know, we took a vacation at Disney World. I needed all these baby things for my little one at nine months in Disney World. And uh, I said, no one's really doing this in Disneyland. And that's how my city stroller rentals was born. Did that for 10 wonderful years up until the, we're, we're in our 11th year now. And because of COVID, I said, I got to reinvent myself again. So city strollers hopefully will come back. Uh you know, I know it's not going to come back strong because of the new Disney policies and the new uh, partnership Disney went with with the other company that will not be named. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it became meet and greets with Disney where and that's where I'm seeing how COVID is going to really affect this industry. When I was doing the meet and greets on the stroller rental, people were changing their times on me. Well, you can't change your times when I got to be at this per this other person yeah. has their their appointment as well. And it's just a stroller, but the Disney staff are not going to hold it or they're going to charge me $45 per item per day yeah. for storing the for the stroller. So it was like I was constantly wound up. I was constantly putting on a pretty pretty face, you know, for everybody. And on the inside, I was like calling everybody every name in the book, <laughs> you know, and then trying not to bring it home for my kids and my husband to see. And I know I'm like, and like I said, when COVID hit and, you know, I was screaming, I think I was all the, all the anger was coming out because of everything that I had on my shoulder. I think my finally made me realize you need to be doing something else. <laughs> after 10 years of doing the stroller rentals and everything and, and trying to be at everybody's beck and call for a stroller, you know, it, it's, it's life and death to somebody that this $200 item will save their trip, but it won't matter in the scheme of things once they're gone. Yeah. And here I have 300 strollers in my house, just sitting. So I'm like, I got to purge. But at the same time, I have that need to, I want people to feel good about my services. Ice cream is comforting. Alcohol can be comforting. Very comforting. <laughs> Very comforting. And so we can, you know, I can do that as well. So I will be doing deliveries locally with the ice creams. I'm working on shipping nationwide, but it's got to be overnight. And you got to be 21 to sign for it because it will have at least yes. a 5% alcohol content. And um, I'm looking at wholesale with some of the local mom and pop restaurants 
maybe oh, wow. you know, if, they, if they have a liquor license at least then I can give them a couple of gallons, you know, and they can scoop it out to whatever, you know, whatever meals they want to do. So have you thought about possibly doing the whole food truck kind of thing in that area and, Mm. and selling, selling Now with the food truck, you, I will probably have to do it under catering because it is alcohol. Alcohol, Yeah. Just can't, you know, now we do have a, uh, a margarita truck now. Uh, in LA County, I haven't heard anybody doing this in Orange County here where we're at, but yeah, you, you just don't want to go down the street and someone who looks 21 come up to you. You're going to, you know, I have my serve safe. I have my liquor, um, my bartender, um, certification. I know what to look for on licenses and things like that. I used to bartend when I was uh, 21. So things have changed. But the food truck, I want, what I want to do on that is I would love to be at baby shower, not baby showers, but, you know, um, weddings, events, things like that. And I want to have champagne on tap. That's right. And then I would love to have a slushed menu out of a Slurpee Mm. machine. And then uh, decadent desserts where uh, along the sweet and salty is maple bourbon vanilla ice cream with uh, candied bacon and pecans. And I'm thinking about throwing it on like a French toast brioche bowl. So I like that. Decadent. Yeah, Excuse me so. a minute while I think about that and with my eyes closed. <laughs> that sounds so good. It, it, wow. it, it's, it's on the menu. It's staying on the menu that I, uh, and that was one of the first things I was thinking of. I want something salty. I want something sweet. Uh, then the, and I want something organic. And then I just uh, started making more vegan and uh, allergy-sensitive type desserts. And uh, gosh, what what did I do this week? Oh, I did a hibiscus peach mule and uh, the ginger beer that I used. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so you make a raspberry, so you did it with peach this time? Wow. I did. Uh, so I infused my own vodka with hibiscus flowers. Let it go for uh, two weeks, strained it, added some uh, raw honey to it, um, and then uh, made it into a sherbet type because the peach was the swirl inside of it to keep it all together. Because the ginger beer has an effervescence that'll break apart the two flavors. So I had to bring them together somehow. Uh, and that, that was, I was drunk. <laughs> I was drunk after tasting that's that. Some not- of the most, that's the best time where you get some of your creative ideas. And you just got to write them down before you forget them. <laughs> I, I'm, and then I'm working on a children's menu. So we have monkey farts and greedy goblin guts. And, Aww. you know, I've had, I'm having my friend's kids come up with the names to put it, put it on the menu. <laughs> um, and I, I put stuff on Facebook with my friends. Okay. What do you think of this? How does this go with that? How's, because it's my palate, but I, I my palate, I've never been a drinker until the last 10 years. So don't even ask me how to pair wine with this. I, I couldn't tell you. And, of course, alert, being allergic to nuts. Um, you know, peanuts, uh, I can handle almonds, but cashews, pecans, I can't touch those. Things. So I have to rely on my friends and trust their palate and trust what, what I'm doing is going to work. And um, that's my reputation on the line, yeah. too. You know, so like I said, I have my bourbon uh, uh, gentleman, but I don't want to insult him with, with, you know, with too many things. The vodka, you can go anywhere with vodka, uh, with uh, 
desserts and stuff. The problem is, is that because of the freezing point is so low, we're talking negative. Yeah. It's hard to ship. It's hard to keep it cold and not melt. Yeah. So I have to be real careful on how much. So that's when the slush menu came into play. I'm like, it can, it can melt, but guess what? You can refreeze it and it'll be fine. So yeah. we'll look, look into that. Um, let's see. So we did the screwball. We did the hibiscus mule. We did the maple, the chocolate stout. Um, I did Kong, which is uh, caramelized bananas, Nutella, swirl, and marshmallow fluff. So that's that's for the part of the kids' menu. And then we've got the, the lime and the coconut, which is completely vegan, <laughs> uh, dairy-free. I'm using coconut milk. I'm actually using real coconut water. So I'm slamming some coconuts and getting the water out of there. Um, and I'm juicing my limes and uh, then putting in the coconut rum. And then that's, that's completely, you know, d- you know, allergy free, which, which is, it's pretty tasty too. <laughs> and I, I, I candied my limes. So I, you know, chopped them up, candied them and then put them in the, in, uh, in the mix. And I think I've done about 20 different uh, recipes in the last month that I worked with. And a lot of them are hit or miss because of how much alcohol is in them. Uh, my bourbon cream one was a Sexton Irish, uh, Sexton Irish whiskey, a Buffalo Trace bourbon cream, bourbon soaked black cherries, and with a chocolate ice cream and chocolate chip. And the problem was I was a dealer getting high off her own stuff. <laughs> 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 that I'm like, I trying your own it. product. You can't do that. <laughs> like, I can't taste the bourbon. Can you taste the bourbon? And my husband's like, yes, you can taste the bourbon. I can't taste the bourbon. So I pour some more in. <laughs> and it didn't hold its shape. So that tells you there was too much alcohol. Yeah. And you would need yeah. stabilizers. And I don't do stabilizer. I don't use um, xanthan gum. I don't Fair. use agar, agar. Uh, oh, no, yeah. There's no preservatives to. So it has about a shelf life of 14 days in the freezer. And after that, you're going to end up with possibly freezer burn, freezer burn. or your the ice crystals are going to start to form in your fats and break down the ice cream. That's so that. And I'm hand cranking some of them, by the way. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Wow. Hand cranking some of them so I can see what's actually going on and how it's mixing and how it's icing up and churning itself. So it's like I said, it's a science, science thing. And, I like it. I, I love what I'm doing. It's real easy. They're, um, uh, my, my recipe is French, you know, it's a custard. So, um, it's, like I said, I smell like a mini bar <laughs> every day when I'm making my batches and, and, uh, you know, the husband's getting uh, free samples and, uh, it's fun watching his and seeing, you know, okay, that didn't work. That, that might have too much acidity to, uh, to that one, meaning too much alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to, you know, doing it more and uh, getting out there. I like to do the food truck thing or the food concession stand, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and see where it goes. Um, and, and the cool thing is it's great to start it now because we're just still kind of opening California up. Food places are not closed to a degree. I and. I'm not an essential service, but I can deliver to you without being penalized, you know, for uh, what's going on in the, in the area. So that's that's the cool thing. Um, and, you know, 
this people are at home on Facebook. Yeah. So I'm kind of, you know, they're kind of getting in their faces and trying to pick and, you know, stay in front of them so that if and when we all can come back from this, maybe I'll have a, uh, you know, a kitchen that I'll be cranking out a lot more ice cream at that point. And then we'll, we'll see what happens with the Disney uh, stroller side and the pixie magic side. Yeah. 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 But that's what I'm saying. You know, I know I, I went off on the other subject, but when you have too many demanding guests who are paying a high price, that's where I'm going to see all these guests and how the systems might fail that Disney has in place because the entitlement of, well, I'm, I, you know, my room's five, $500 a night for Disneyland hotel still. And I have all these rules. Yeah. You know, I got, I got to wear a mask. I have to book this. I have to do, we're not used to having to be on a time schedule like school, you know, this time to this time is math, this time to this time is science, this time to this time PE and lunch. Now the bell rings. Now you have to go and do this. It's going to be interesting to see how everybody's going to have to be on Disney's schedule, not your own. That's true. Yeah. And a lot of the attitudes are going to come forward. I, I see that already, unfortunately. But I mean, Bubba, are you going, are, are you willing to, you know, have your days planned out by Disney? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm more spontaneous guy, but you know, it's, it's might be to that point. If I have to, in order to enjoy and to go to the park and so be it. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm more spontaneous guy. I like doing what I like to do, you know, when, when I want to at the park. So Bubba, what do you, what do you think? You're going to, you ready to go back? Even if all those restrictions happen? I, 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 man, I'm just, I'm so ready. I mean, we made reservations once they announced when it was going to reopen, but we just canceled them. So, um, we we're ready. If I have to wear a tutu, if they make us wear a tutu or whatever, I'll wear it if that's what it comes down to, to go into the parks. I'll follow suit with you. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I do miss wearing my every day. So, I just miss the me. I miss everything. Just walking down Main Street, walking through. Yeah, I mean, I like those ears. Those are cool. I like those. <laughs> I I need some foodie ears because I don't have any foodie ears. Foodie ears. My closest foodie have... ears is, are my Club Thirty Three ears. You don't even have the uh, the Mexican bread ones. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or I, I I do have an extra pair of lollipop ones. So from my pixie magic side so that's not that's my other concern on you know i won't be able to go into hotel rooms so after they be sanitized and do decorations i can only drop off baskets on that side of my business so it's going to be different now on your side miss Kristen, what's you know we know we you have to be extra you know careful and concerned with yourself and being around other people because you know what you do you don't know what they do yeah yeah I probably will not be to a park this year, which is the craziest thing. This will be the first year, and I don't know how long that I have mm. not been to a Disney park because all this stuff happened so early in the year. And when it comes to being around a lot of people, I'm going to wait till I can get that vaccine and know that I'm going to be safer 
by going that route than taking a chance. And I mean, like I said to somebody, it's kind of like playing Russian roulette, you know, you with my health, because you don't know what the outcome is. You know, you can always think, hey, I'm going to, I'll be fine. I'm not going to get it. But then end up finding out that, you know, you got to start making plans for, you know, your funeral because they can't, there's, you know, you're too bad off. So rather than take any chances, I'm just going to wait and then get all my Disney film next year. Gotcha. Well, I mean, not that, I mean, you do have people on the East Coast, I think, that can ship things to you. Yes, I do. You know, so there you have that. I think I was more affected the last two days of all the overwhelming Disney junkies flooding my feed. Oh my. I can't wait. It's opening. It's doing this. Oh, now, you know, now Disneyland Hotel supposedly now taking reservations August 1. And, and, are you going to go this? Are you going to do this? Are you going to go back to shopping? And and I'm like, I don't want to lose my membership or my annual pass for shopping with my card for a $20 item. I don't know if I want to be in that environment shopping for somebody else right now. Yeah. Yeah. Even with masks and things on. Going to the grocery store, getting in and out, wiping all your stuff down is one thing because it's coming into your house. But it's an extra precaution for me to make sure I wipe everything down, spray it down, and then ship it too, to to that person who wants it. So I have to – and guess what? My fee's going to go up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When, you know, I'm going to go shopping. So I see – like I said, I these people who are whining, crying, just – you saw how bad their addiction is to a degree over someone's life, over somebody's health. And I'm like, well, what about local parks? Don't you want those to open up too? You know, don't you want to be able to do other things and libraries would be nice to <laughs> <laughs> open yeah, instead of what the hell Mickey is doing, you know? So um, everything basically shut down again in California. So before exactly. Fourth of July weekend, any yep. type of entertainment, uh, indoor restaurant, you can eat outdoors, but now you can't eat indoors again. And yep. it's it's just it's it's very hard. Yeah, and this is with us. This is just California. This isn't folks from from Arizona that I'm hanging out with. This isn't somebody who came from Canada who's also in the mix. This is just showing you the entitlement of the California, you know, folks that are here in Orange County and aren't in Huntington Beach in San Diego. I'm still going to go to the beach. Why? And um, it, it just, yeah, it, it makes me sad that I'm staying indoors for your child, for your family, for your elders, and you can't give me the, the same courtesy so that we can all get back to some kind of normalcy is is is. It's heartbreaking, you know. Um, I know we all want to see the Main Street. We all want to see the castle, but it's going to stay. It's going. It's going to be there. It will be it's interesting to see what capacity Disney does decide on. Um, I know that Universal Orlando opened, and they were functioning at a twenty percent capacity and had everything well marked. Um, I've heard good things about the way that they're doing things. So it'll be interesting to see if Disney has the same kind of limit. Cause I mean, we've heard 50%, but there's a big difference between 20% and 50%. And yes. if 20% yeah. working for universal, you know, hopefully 
Disney is looking at that going, okay, well, this is work, so let's kind of take a little bit of their lead here and try the same thing when we open in order to not have a surge in, you know, medical patients. Let me ask you, are they looking at 50% for all four or six parks, if you include the water parks, are they looking at 50% per park? I don't, I don't know. Because if Universal is a one park kind of atmosphere and it's 25%, it's not, it's not as big either. Uh, Is Universal, it's not as big? No, no, they've got, they've got two parks and Island of Adventure. Yeah, and they, they, they connect. But okay. you have to have, you know, entry into both parks to, to do that. I would think each park at Disney World will have its capacity, you know, maybe. I would think Disney would start off with maybe 30 or 40 percent, not 20, uh, just because it's Disney. I think they just want to see how it goes. They just they had a cast member preview yesterday. So um, I don't know how many got to go. And but all the lines were t- five, 10 minutes because the app was working uh, for the times that's good yeah 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 and i knew there was some crazy things that were posted and stuff like that <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, from what they said it, it was it was just for that you know that quick instance so that one picture they pull yeah, yeah. it shared yesterday but they were all wearing masks and that's one thing they were all wearing masks yeah. they were bunched up together but they were all wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was you know they that's one thing you know uh i don't i think that was for the mine ride i haven't even yeah been on it yet, yeah so. it was for the mine train yeah so, but yeah, I mean, my big thing is that Disney World is easy, is easier to control. And we saw that if you saw uh, some of the NBA players, some of their meals they got yesterday in their rooms, they were, they were just larger portions of airplane food <laughs> sealed in, ba- in boxes and things like that. Oh my. And they were, they were complaining because I'm a big boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of watermelon. So... I saw that and I said, but you know what? Disney's controlling how there's how, how it's being spread. They're, yeah. they're, they're doing something. So when Disney does Disneyland opens here, uh, still waiting to hear, you know, if, if you're, it's not open to offsite properties yet that I know of, it's only yeah. for folks staying on property. So Disney can control who's coming in. When you go outside their bubble to the Howard Johnson's, to the courtyard across the street, you're on city of Anaheim property. If you're staying at the Doubletree and decide to use the bus system, you're using the city of Anaheim transportation. I can't control these other entities outside of my bubble. Coming into, coming yeah. into Disneyland. Yeah. Exactly. I'm walking yeah. from Howard Johnson's and I pass by a transient. And I know, and I, I know who's homeless and who's not homeless and who's playing y'all because I see them every day. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And one guy was talking with his buddies in a group of whatchamacallits and he plays the homeless card on Harbor Boulevard. And, I, you know, I try to roll down the window, trying to see what, what his scam was going to be when the parks open, but uh, the, the light turned green. But right there, it made me think, well, all he cares about is getting the money from you and ha- probably having his beer at the end of the day or whatever it is at the end of the day. So how do you, how, you know, Disney, how are you going to control things that's not in your, in your hands? That's, you know, I, I would go to Coco's and I could pick something up. Um, Coco's cleaning might be better than your cleaning at this restaurant at Disney. Who knows? Um, Target. Target's not cleaning every night here. 
in, in, uh, in some of the different cities. So it's funny. I know exactly where you're talking about too. Like what, cause we, Kristen and I and Al John, that's where we ate before they left when they came to D23. That was the last place we all ate was Coco's right yep. there by Target. <laughs> and it was clean, by the way, it was clean, very clean. Yep. Exactly. It is clean because, you know, you're in a restaurant environment. There's certain things you have to uphold to keep your your uh, your status with the you know city, with the county of Orange of Orange and things like that. But person that's getting, you know, um, not being paid very well or they're disgruntled. I'm not going to clean that lamp. I'm not going to clean that. Well, we've seen that with Disney World, too. We've seen people mopping tables and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, we have. That was the worst. I couldn't believe we saw that. Wow. <laughs> Mopped a table? Like, ooh, back to the no. Floor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, we definitely have those disgruntled people that just, I'm just here for my check, you know, but the, right. those so employees, they had, I think Disney will, I mean, to work, to be a cast member at Disney, you have to have some type of heart and fun, you know, inside yourself. And with that, I think with the cast members, they're going to do the best they can to make sure everybody's safe. Everybody stays clean. You're right. They're not going to get every spot in the park cleaned. You know, it's just, but they're going to do their best. And right. that's all we can hope for. Right. Because I thought about getting an electrostatic machine. Uh, I did the investment of, of those uh the UV light bulbs, and I'm just like, you know what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my Simple Green Pro 5, I've been using that on my strollers Simple for Simple Green is very good. Eight it's a years. very tough one. Yeah, I'm using the Pro Series, so you can't really just go yeah, up. It's, you have that. to order it from, um, on the commercial janitorial side. But um, it's, uh, you know, I never, I always had the black strollers because I didn't want to show dirt. Then I had somebody who had a lancet in one of my strollers. It didn't look used, but who says it wasn't? And that's when I started really cleaning, you know, my, my little one. I think she was like two or three at that time when I found it. I'm like, I could have brought this into my home if they had something. So that's, you know, everything's just, all my strollers are stripped down, clean and commercial washers that we have. And then all my uh, canopies are hand, uh, hand washed and then dried in the sun. So I know where my my stuff's going and you know i i'm cleaning for that child who is you know immune deficient in everything i'm cleaning for the child who can't touch a peanut because they'll break out because i've done it if i touch touch a pistachio i welt up so wow. that's how sensitive i am and i know there's those uh, allergies that are out there so like i said i know how i clean and what i'm going to do it's trusting everybody else to try to do the same and that's what scares me unfortunately you know like i said i do want to go to disney it's not disney that scares me it's the guy next door <laughs> and how he does his thing and you know and i know he, you know i'm like I, I clean out my own trash cans my dumpster dr trash cans <laughs> you know and, and who would think to wash out their trash cans every week i do i do because i don't know who's you know touching them and i and i spray it down before i bring them into my backyard because I don't know who's walked by with her dog. So I don't have those kind of trash cans. Of course, we're, you know, in a suburb here, so we don't have any of that city stuff anymore like that. But I regularly clean our kitchen trash can. We've got two trash cans in there and I regularly clean them on the inside and clean out because they're the kind that you like pull out from the drawer. Oh, yeah. And 
I, I, I don't like things to smell. I don't like them to be dirty. I don't want contamination. And so I clean, I regularly clean them. And I know people think it's crazy, but you know, I'm okay with that. No, I, that needs to be clean. But when I get the, my next door neighbors who are looking at me cleaning out the city trash cans, <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, any, anything can leak out of it and remain. So you yeah. need to wash everything, you know, it, you just don't know, just don't know. So, but um, anyways, I mean, I look, like I said, I look forward to Disney opening. Hopefully I'll be able to get in the world of Disney tomorrow and maybe I'll try to get some feed on what's going on with pictures and things like everybody else who's going to go tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll be blowing up some people's feeds as well. Um, uh, you know, seeing, being nosy, um, getting my pizza on. Um <laughs> And, uh, and I, I mean, I'm friends with a lot of cast members and a lot of them don't want to go back either, which, yeah, you know, know. concerns me as well um, and stuff. But, you know, I, I miss my people. I miss hugging my, uh, my valet guys. I miss hugging my bell service guys, um, high-fiving, you know, my favorite Fantasia shop um, cash register gal, you know, um, she and I, you know, last Christmas we did the YMCA with Santa at the Disneyland Hotel. So, you know. Nice. Um, so I've gotten close with a lot of these cast members, you know, um, not to the point where, hey, come on over for dinner, you know. But I think I kind of know them a little bit to know why they're concerned. And, and, There's still a lot of places that aren't opening tomorrow for downtown Disney, too. So. Yeah, I mean, some ones that uh, have Ralph indoor. Brennan's, Ralph Brennan, Splitsville, uh, La Brea Bakery, Catal's, Ballast Point. Those places aren't opening tomorrow. Tortilla Joe's, um, they they weren't on the list at least for you know for being open tomorrow. The patio's not that large, I think, and for them to open up and serve what some five of those places tables. don't even have one, so yeah, it's not worth it to serve five tables. Yeah, no. I know Ballast Point does, but you're right. I mean, it's got it does have a lot of room outside because Kristen and I have eaten there before. But I mean, yeah, you need some of that outdoor. They will be adding outdoor seating too to places like more, a lot more tables from what I heard outside. Mm. Yeah, just good. So you can grab something and then just go sit down. And eat. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, like, yeah, I can't wait to see what you see, what you're gonna see tomorrow. So. As long as I wake up in time, you know. But... <laughs> Let me show Bubba what I'm looking at. I see <laughs> I'm still in bed. <laughs> That's one thing I've noticed, too, that um, I'm going to bed, like, at 1 in the morning, and I'm waking up at 12. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> that was my sleeping schedule, but it kind of I've been trying to adjust to that. Going to bed, like, 5 in the morning and waking up at 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm trying. So I'm trying to work out. Uh, trying to stay active, but uh, it's it's a tad bit boring. You know, quarantining yourself is is not fun. And you know, unfortunately, I'm not a Kardashian. I can't go to Montana and hang out at my ranch. <laughs> <laughs> but look at look at the look at the one good thing that has come out of this: indulgent infusions. Yes, yes, deliciousness. That's, that's, I can't wait for my <laughs> stickers. I, I mean, I have a slew of how my packaging for, you know, uh, I'll be dropping off coolers if you're not at home, you know, at your door, but I'll have to have them sealed and not, yeah. you know, uh, so that's, that's going to be uh, cool. I mean, there's, there, there's, there's always 
cool things to, you know, dream up of, you know, when you're starting a business and reinventing yourself and, and, oh, I can go this route and I can do this. And well, should I rein it in? It, it's, it's the fun thing that I have with myself that this would be really, really cool for part of my audience. And then this would be, what the heck was she thinking for the other audience? <laughs> so I always have that, you know, that balance I have to play with myself. Uh, Chase sees it. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he just walks away. So, uh, never mind. Because <laughs> I, I might be looking crazy because I'm thinking of something. So um, if you have other ideas or, or flavors that, you know, you want me to try, send them to me. I will. You know, <laughs> me too. I got the hazelnut, the chocolates. I was gonna. We're doing a strawberry balsamic uh, this uh, this weekend, and then I'm also gonna do a strawberry Thai basil as well. Because oh, what I, like I do, is I yeah. I try to do one batch and I split it into two flavors. So I have the bases, and then I do two two different types of flavors to see which one tastes better. Um, yeah, I have people all the way in Ojai, which is uh, two hours out from. Oh wow. And she's willing to meet me halfway for her six pints. So I got about maybe 16 to 18 pints going out that way for one trip. Because it's a, That's hour, a haul. hour and a half yeah. trip. It's a haul. Yeah, and I got to have all this dry ice. <laughs> um, thinking about going to San Diego as well. So, like, let's say Northern County on Tuesdays and then heading San Diego counties on Thursdays for some of my friends. And then if we're shipping, it would only be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because it has to be overnight. And um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's just a lot. Uh, and I'm not even to the point of, uh, you know, what's the city going to say to me yet? <laughs> I put the paperwork in and, yeah. uh, you know, I have all the, I have all the, 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 the certifications I passed and everything. But uh, once again, I'm still dealing with a little bit of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot in California. They're very strict when it comes to alcohol laws. So yeah, you, got, you have to follow everything to the yeah. You have to follow everything to the T. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yep. you do. And I can get away with it. And I know this from my sh personal chefing days that I'm putting everything under my catering side yes. of my uh, of my degree, so I can get away with that. Now, if it's going to be more than five percent alcohol in my desserts, then it's going to be a contract that I provide it service for and then drop off the yeah. package. And then if I'm shipping it, like I said, just email me and I'll ship it <laughs> as a friend for right now. So I don't have to deal with state lines and, okay. and stuff. But uh, girl, Bubba, you, I'm, my bar is, is huge. I can imagine. <laughs> The bar you're setting or the bar with alcohol? <laughs> both. Both. I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm walking with gallons of alcohol at you know, Total Wine and More or something like that. I have, you know, a gallon of Four Roses bourbon, a gallon of tequila, yeah. <laughs> the good wow. stuff. But each recipe is about one or two cups of the alcohol in the batches. So it, it takes a lot to... Uh, to get that, have that flavor come through, to have those infusions literally, you know, meld together, you know, it, it's, it's, it's trial and error, like I said. So I've gone through a lot of vodka. I've gone through a lot of bourbon. 
to just get certain things just right. Um, I even I'm glad you're functioning right now. There's nothing all that tasting you have to do. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're sleeping until noon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tr I'm tasting. Well, I had the margar the I had the mango one last night, <laughs> so I was tasting it. But like I said, it, you know, nothing has preservatives in it. Uh, there great. aren't any stabilizers. Really so instead, if if I can't give it away to somebody, then obviously I'm eating it. Yeah. Um, but, at, at, but you know what though, Ben and Jerry's does the same thing. You know, the other ice cream places, they'll put them in the freezer. They cut them in the middle. They take a core sample and make sure that it tastes good. I have to do that because I don't know 100% how everything's going to crystallize in your freezer. And I don't want shards of ice crystal forming because it hit that freezing point and then you bite into whatever alcohol it is and you want the creamy texture you don't want to taste a slushy yeah. you know you don't want the temp, you know like an ice piece when ice cream so and you don't want the eggy texture either when you're uh because like i said i use the frozen uh custard method so I, I use cook i cook eggs and cook everything together so uh it, it's yeah it, you should see I have just pages and oh pages my. and pages. My biology, my uh, blood alcohol content, my uh, gosh, the um, all your chemistry. <laughs> it, 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 literally, my chemistry. Here's my other one. You know uh, who I have to go through and what I have to go through. Uh, with this and that, the calories, I have to let you know how many calories yeah. or anything by law, um, the gluten, uh, anything I have in it, just even 1%, it's not gluten-free. So there's a, like I said, there's a lot of uh, science. It's been cool. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, this batch makes this, how many, this, that. Okay, now if it's this many calories and I break it down to 5.3 ounces per scoop and, my, and Chase is like, Why'd you go with three? <laughs> 1.3. Why don't you 5.5? I said, well, it doesn't come out evenly enough. He says, but the five yeah. would come out evenly enough more than the 333. So, it, yeah, it's like I said, you should, if you were to watch me trying to calculate, you're like, she's crazy. She's, she's one of those people on the sheet that are talking to herself. Oh, but it's not crazy because you're you're testing everything out. You're making sure it's how it should be. And that's what I like about this right here. So Yeah. So everything's going to be consistent. It's going to taste yes. great. And you're going to make sure that people can, you know, like I said, it won't. You got You have to figure out, make sure it's not going to get slushy or crystallized or anything like that. That's perfect. Yeah. And I measure everything by weight, too. Not okay. just, you know, uh, everything's by cup. Because measuring by weight is a lot more precise yeah. than four large eggs. Mm, well, this chicken put out four large eggs, but are the yolks really large? No. So then your volume goes down. And your custards. So yeah, wow. I'm a nerd. <laughs> well, Joel, we're gonna have to have you come back another time. We'll have to do uh, one idea that I've thought about is maybe us doing like round table Disney food discussions. So we may have to have you back for one of those. Exactly. That'll yes. work. That'll work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to let everybody know where they can find you. Well, right now, uh, it's still beta testing, but you can uh, go on my website, so indulgentinfusions.com, 
or even Facebook Indulgent Infusions. Uh, also, oh, Indulgent Infusions on Instagram or Tipsy Creek. Ooh, Instagram. Yeah, Tipsy Creek. So, <laughs> uh, I have Tipsy Cream. I have Spirits and Cream. Uh, Barler Hits. So like an ice cream parlor, but Barler Hits. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and the Barler Hits is going to be my favorite decade, the 80s music. <laughs> nice. So all my ice creams are going to be. That's Al John's. Al John's favorite too. It's the eighties. Yeah. So it's going to be eighty hits on that one, and then liquor cream. <laughs> so it's lick our cream. Man, oh I was to say, what is gross? These clever names. I know, right? So I have. You know what? It's it, that's what's branding yourself. It is. And, and finding every little cute gimmick you can make it come back to you. Yeah. So, you know, if even misspelling your name. Yeah. As, uh, you know, um, as a uh, Instagram is going to come at you. So it's, it's yeah. And I think, you know, having these little cutesy titles and because indulgent infusion, not everybody can spell correctly <laughs> or, or stuff. So, but parlor hits, not a problem. Well, <laughs> or, you know. We'll definitely have how to spell it and all of the links in the show notes. So if they can't spell indulgence or infusions, they'll definitely be able to uh, to see it and know how to spell it. Okay. All right. Bubba, well, do, you, <laughs> Bubba do you want to tell everybody where they can find uh, you as well as Dining at Disney? Yeah. Find me on the Dining at Disney Facebook page or on Instagram at big underscore Bubba underscore B. Also, make sure you check us out um, by visiting us on Anchor. That way you can download the podcast. Of course, as Bubba said, you can find us on social media. Like, so watch the video on YouTube if you'd like. And you can support us. Uh, there is a donate link on Anchor as well as we've got Amazon, a st- Amazon store, Disney store. You can uh, check us out that way. Make sure you check out the Disney list every Sunday. It's myself and Al John. Uh, We go live at roughly 8 p.m. Eastern time. And our friends WDW Park Hoppers go live on Facebook Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can catch Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid live from a Walt Disney World restaurant or bar. And until next time, I'm Kristen. With me is Bubba and our special guest, Jewel. Bon appetit. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes.